Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Venue. I'm Chris. I'm Manny. And today we have... Go ahead. We got Count Time in. We have a representative of Count Time. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, we couldn't get the whole band. Uh, They're busy. But we have the vocalist here. What's going on, man? How are you doing? Chilling out, kicking back, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's I just hit, I just I just hit up my guitarist right now. I was like, yo, do you want you to join the Skype and you that? I'm on my way to East Coast to get tamales. I'm like, motherfucker, you said that you were fucking getting off of work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You about to have a fucking whole different agenda sometimes. I'm like, whatever. All good. That fool's trying to beat all the other fools for the tamale lady. Because they go, dude. I understand. I, I don't get it though. Like, oh, I, like as Latinos, why do we eat such hot fucking things on hot days? Tamales, caldo, fucking uh, Menu, sopita. Menudo, pozole. Spices don't give a fuck. That's why. We really don't, dude. We really don't. Spices don't give a fuck. Would you consider yourself Latino or Mexican? Uh, I'm, well, I'm more Mexican than anything. Uh, I grew up in Michoacan. Yeah, I grew up in Michoacan. So yeah, we're not fun. Latino, then. I I think I'm considered a Chicano. Yeah, you're like second. You're like what third generation Mexican here? I guess second, which is weird because oh, it yeah, goes, yeah, my, we, my grandma. We've been over this. Yeah, yeah. She she was born here, and then Gilbert wasn't, and then I was. Don't <laughs> trip. You got the nopal Citizen- on your head. You're good. <laughs> Citizenship uh, skips a generation. Your citizenship. <laughs> Your mom had to fight for her papers. Your grandma was like, "Bro, we're, we're from here, dude." <laughs> so, uh, where'd you guys start off? As a band? started off on, uh, in East LA, in East LA, like in two thousand three, yeah. like wow. in two thousand three, off uh, off uh, Gage and. Oh, Gage shit. And, I, I think Gage and something. I forgot what the name of the street is. It was on Gage, that's all I know. Dude, that's literally by where I grew up. Oh, really? Yeah. Where, where the Superior? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That, am I right? Yeah. That's Gage, that's Gage and um, what? Fuck. I, I don't Chavez, remember. Right? That is Gage and Chavez, right? Oh shit! Right, I believe so. So I was actually down by that weird fucking mall and the cemetery. Oh, the Mercadito. Yes. The Mercadito right on Lorena. Yeah, I was down by there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I, you know, we go over there, but uh, the mariachis are just too fucking loud. Eh? I can't even enjoy my food sometimes, man. I'm like, why don't you guys shut up for a while? You know what I mean? They just keep going. I get the way. Dude, I feel you on that, but at the same time, it's like with the kind of music that we're into, I think that's well, how they feel with us. <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it, man. I'm sure of it. Shit, my dad used to get my fucking cassettes and throw them away back in the days, and I used to be like, shit, you like it if I go do that to your shit? You know what I mean? I mean, either way, I did do it, or I would tape over it back in the days. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck yeah! Oh shit, dude! So you guys started out in East LA. Yeah, we then... started out in East LA. 
2003, I believe. And it was just like, you know, it was a side project. It was a side project that we just, you know, combined it between like four bands. And it was supposed to be like just a fun thing combined of like four bands from East LA, you know, and it turned out to be something that we never expected. You know what I mean? Like it was like members of like a band called Unit 13, uh, Make Move from South Central, Set Aside, and this other band called Difference of Opinion. And we kind of like formed, you know, the Ghetto Voltron and started this band. Dude, I mean, it's a unity of force, dude. <laughs> it really is, you know what I mean? And you, you put you out guys- a demo. Put out a demo like in, uh, I want to say, maybe like the winter or the winter, like the winter of uh, 2004, something, or maybe summer. I can't remember. And it was received, and you know, dude hit us up and he just wanted he wanted to sign us. So we ended up signing. Uh, we signed in Jack in a Box, Crushing Amoeba. We don't know what the fuck we were doing. You know what I mean? We just wanted to, <laughs> yeah. we just wanted to fucking have the record put out. And, uh, like, so, we, so- so there was no manager involved whatsoever? Hell no. Uh, the only got managers are like fucking boxers, you know what I mean? Like fucking. <laughs> yeah. And these lows, fuck, you're lucky if you have a dad, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not like that, man. So. <laughs> Why does this hit so hard? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, well, I mean, shit, you guys had. Uh... So, 04, you guys had your first, you guys went from your demo to getting signed. Uh, when you guys first dropped your first record, uh, what year was that? It was released in 2005, but it didn't come out to 2006 because the label, I don't know what they were thinking or whatever, but as soon as it dropped, whatever, it was like, it was pretty well received. It got good reviews and we had like a meeting at the labels pad and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, you guys are going on the road for like six weeks. And we we're like, where? And he's like, Oh yeah, you guys had, you know, you guys are going to you know, play the East coast. And that was like our second tour. Cause our first tour was like, we played like Vegas, Salt Lake city, uh, Colorado and like Kansas. And then the next one was six weeks where we were like all the way up to Boston and playing all these, with all these bands in New York and Rhode Island and, all the fucking mayhem was in between. You know what I mean? Like Jeez. we started off in Vegas and we worked our way up the coast. Damn. And, damn. and everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> the way it is. We bought a van. We bought a van from South Central. Jumped in the van and it didn't have a fucking window. It was like the guy that sold, <laughs> the guy that sold them to us. He fucking spray painted a, a black cardboard just to fucking look like if he had like you know a window on it. So we had to take it to my dad and he welded a piece of metal on it. And we, you know, we packed up, and it died in San Dimas. And so Damn. it died in San Dimas. So Going we still up like, fifty-seven. It, yeah. is, it, is it still out there? <laughs> we actually left it on the ninety-one. After oh, oh shit! Yeah, because we had to switch vans. We ended up taking my father's van. You know, we we asked him, "Hey, can we use your van?" It was like, you know, your typical vice, like Paisa van with a TV and shit. You know what I mean? So we oh, thought we were. It was an Astro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice, you know. Yeah, it was with the Savannah conversion bands. No, it was a swap me van. It was a swap me van where they oh, open okay. the back so and they tell you they pull out the fucking the, the couches and shit, pretty much. You know, <laughs> they we weren't even seats. 
They were literal we took, couches. <laughs> yeah, we took we took it across. Uh, we took it all the way to Boston. You know what I mean? We took it all the way to Boston, Damn. played New York. Played with, uh, you know, a lot of great bands out there that we were very fortunate to, like, share the stage with. I mean, there was some of, so, like, some nights that, you know, my guitar's like, oh, you know, it was on the bill. And I'm like, who? You know, he's like, oh, this band. I'm like, oh, you know, I wasn't really into them, but he would be into it. So it would be, like, one of those things, like, if I wasn't into that band, he was into that band. And we got to play with a lot of dudes that were like still still in the game today. You know what I mean? Like and those that are not, I mean, whatever. But it was pretty cool. We came back and, you know, just kept hitting it harder. And then, you know, everybody decided that they wanted to uh, see whatever else was out there. You know, yeah. that's just the way, you know, things work out, man. Yeah. It's kind of hard, kind of hard to hold it together, you know. You know, throughout the, I want to say like two thousand, throughout like two thousand seven, my guitarist Mikey left, who I started the band with, to pursue a life and uh, you know have a family and you know build his empire. He's got it today, you know what I mean. So I, when I called him up in two thousand fifteen, I was like, "Yo, you want to get back in the game and shit?" Because I had kept it going, and uh, yeah, so ever since then he never took his you know his foot off the pedal, and we've been putting out records and. Touring, you know, nonstop. You just came back from a tour recently, didn't you? Yeah, we just got back from Europe. Yeah, before the the whole COVID shut everything down. Dude, I think it was already shut down. The what? I think it had already started getting shut down. Oh yeah. uh, Then it was slowly coming our way. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, we got back, and you know, we had like, you know, all kinds of stuff lined up, and. Things were ready, you know, we were going to play Seattle, we were going to play, you know, Texas, all these places, and the fucking Chinos fucked it up, eh? You know what I mean? Where they fucking, <laughs> they brought the fucking Vitos in, whatever. I mean, I don't know you out those money, so why you got to give me that shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Straight up, fuck. No, you money? Yeah, you, you know, you fucking, all these people are like, oh, Trump this, Trump that, shut the fuck up, man, you know what I mean? Like, Trump don't give a fuck about you, so what are you bitching about him? Straight up. That motherfucker cares about how much money he's going to keep getting from his kids, and then that's it. That motherfucker thinks he played us and shit, saying, oh, you know, fucking, uh, I signed this all down to my children. I don't collect no, mo- no money anymore. He, he, got, he fucked up, for sure, because I don't think his kids are going to sign it back over. Fuck no. Fuck him. That's what he gets. <laughs> I'm past kids. Yeah, Trump has like fucking. He's like a typical Mexican. He has like eight kids. <laughs> you don't know which one's his. No, I, I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't really follow politics. I just was never. I was never interested in it. I don't. I give a fuck who's president or what the fuck is going on out there. I don't give a fuck if I could wake up another day. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want shows to come back. Yeah, but then, you know, just keep it real. When shows come back, you're going to have a bunch of little fucking sorry spoiled little bitches who don't want to fucking get their shirt wrinkled because they're too fucking, you know, whatever, too good to slam or dance with everyone in the pit. Right now, there is no show, so you got to fucking act like it's the last day on earth. But even now, they'll probably be like, oh, well, no, I'm not into that band. I'm not into that style. You know, when we were kids, it didn't matter if you were thrash, punk, hardcore, fucking whatever the fuck was Everyone got in the pit. As long as it was fast and in your face, you know, everybody and their mother got in there. You know what I mean? Sometimes homeboy's mother's got in there. Oh, yeah, too. 
You the wrong reason. My grandma. Dude, that Pomona backyard shows like you just brought back like an an old memory. Pomona backyard shows were like that back in days when we had our mixture of hardcore, metalcore, uh, grindcore, like everything ska. just came. Everything, yeah, <laughs> the the one ska band in the city, like everything came together, and we would we would That's join. That's something I could do without. Horrible. <laughs> Dude, we would fucking yeah. horrible. We would fuck up somebody's backyard and shit, and we always make the ska band go first. Here, fool, go first. We 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 need the pit time later. Oh, there's there's good there's good ska. I mean, there's really good ska, but like traditional ska is really good, you know. Yeah. Like fucking other shit. Uh, I'm I'm cool. I feel it. I feel it. But yeah, dude, it, it that's how it was back in days here, and like it, it's getting to the point where a lot of us. As we're getting older and stuff, we have our own houses. We're we're just like maybe you should, maybe we should throw a backyard show again, fuck some shit up. But dude, I live in apartments. I'm down to throw a show there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've been to a few apartment shows. That that's the landlord's deal. <laughs> shit, the landlord will pop out and start fucking jamming, dude. If your landlord's really with it, he might that be. Was, I remember back in the days, like we you know we used to play a lot of like backyards because it was. It was always there. You know what I mean? It was always there. It was always like an opportunity to play someone's house. But after a while, we just stopped doing it because, like, you know, we would like draw people and the fucking owner of the house wouldn't even give you a beer. You know what I mean? They would call the cops on themselves just to get the money and fucking have everybody leave. Like, I'm not going to be paying your fucking child support. Break me off with a fucking beer or something. You know what I mean? So, Jeez. I'm not down for backyards that much no more. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. No, that, that that's that's a big reason why a lot of us stop playing backyards too, because it was that situation where, where the owner they they won't give back, and whoever's house it was, they'd keep all the fucking money, I, and I, then you'd they'd they'd have beer, but they'd be like, oh yeah, dog, for you though, like it'd be a dollar, everybody else is two bucks, and you're exactly. like, the fuck, dude? You're, you're playing their show, and they would charge you for a beer. Duh. So, yeah, I have a suggestion. And then, then you stop playing, you stop playing <laughs> backyard shows, and they consider you a salad and you tore your, you know you turn your back on the hood and everything i mean we had to carry that weight for a long time like, especially we were like in new york city you know we we're like stressing on coney island like fuck these foods don't you know like us no more and i'm like you know what the fuck do we care they're you know at a backyard right now we're fucking on the other side of the fucking country dude you know but it, it, it will bother you because that's where you came from you know what i mean yeah and when yeah. young people like that it's, it's, it's fucked up yeah, I, I guess because they had that dream to do what you guys are doing, you know, and then they didn't get that chance. That and it's also the power of social media where people just yeah, fucking nowadays, you, you yeah. could be on one other side of the world and they still be like, you fuckers are sellouts. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you, you, I mean, yeah, it, it. you read it and you're like, who gives a fuck? Fuck this asshole. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're reading it and you're like, this motherfucker took the time out of his day to talk shit. But why? Can't please everybody, man. It, you know, it took us a, it took us, you know, a good lesson to learn that you, people are gonna fucking think what they're gonna think. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. But I mean, if you like talk to any of us on and off stage, we're like pretty much the same person. You know what I mean? We don't think that we're any bigger than anybody out there. We're just, we just got lucky. You know what I mean? We just got lucky. We played our music, and somebody fucking took a chance on us. And that's just the way it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only thing I could tell you. I mean, there wasn't there was no big fucking dream, you know what I mean? Like 
yeah, of course we all fucking have, you know, dreams and everything, but how many do they come true? You know what I mean? So it was like when we started this band, we never thought we'd get further than a backyard and, you know, paint New York City and fucking paint Mexico. And then, you know, you're waiting all this time to fucking play this country and that country. And then when it finally happens, you still can't believe you're fucking there. It's like, it's not, it's not real. But it's real when you're going across the fucking border and they don't let you go through. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I said, damn, when that happened to me, I was like, fuck, we just can't get away from this shit. You know what I mean? Like, coming back into the States, they sweated me. Fucking crossing over through France, they sweated me. And I was just like, yo, man, what the fuck, dude? But my guitarist, who is from England, he just walked by like nothing because he has, you know, a fucking, uh, he has a European passport and we have American passports. So... You know, we have to have uh, work permits and everything. Like the, uh, the booking agent and the tour manager, they took care of everything like that. So they, dude, paid, they paid for a coyote. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, see? Oh, fuck. It's, it's, it's just a legal one. Fuck. Yeah? Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what they did. You know, they, took us, they took us all off the bus and... You know, just like, just like how it is. Get off the bus and let me inspect that ass. You know what I mean? That's basically what happened. <laughs> just like, yo, man. Long, long flights. I don't mean. I don't know how, how the fuck we did it because it was just like a fucking disaster getting there. Because they wouldn't give us our passports. They wouldn't give us our passports. So. We went through, me and my drummer went through hell and back, you know, and then he had to drive all the way after we got our passports to back to uh, Chino to say goodbye to his kids. And then in gridlock traffic, our, you know, our flight left at 10 and uh, we we're supposed to be there like three hours before because you're international traveling. So you and were going from where? From Chino from to LAX? LAX? Yeah, LAX to um, Poland. And then, we, damn. and then we switched flights from Poland to Hamburg. And then we meet up with all the, you know, the tour. And fuck, dude, we almost missed our flight from LA to Poland. <laughs> and then we got to Poland and we missed our flight. And then they felt sorry for us and they fucking, you know, they put us up in a Poland hotel, like a Polish hotel. And it was just like, oh, you know, we just heard a bunch of noise. We're like, what the fuck? It's like a fucking Wednesday. We thought it was a rave. So we we're like, let's go. Let's go crash this motherfucker. We're in Poland anyway. <laughs> so we're Mexican. We're going to fucking show up to whoever's party as long as there's music. <laughs> So we went, and it was a, it was a bunch of motherfuckers dancing to the the soundtrack of Dirty Dancing. It was somebody's wedding. Oh, it was no somebody's way. wedding. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I go in, I get a you know a cocktail, a mixed drink, and I fucking they give me a, a I think I asked for like whiskey, or whatever, and uh, it was the hottest whiskey I've ever fucking tasted in my entire life. I go, I ain't trying to fucking drink menudo. Let me get some ice, homie. <laughs> they don't believe in ice. They don't they don't use ice in Europe. They call Excuse it diamonds. They call well, it diamond. Well, let's put it this way. They're like Mexicans and Asians. A lot of the time they think ice is bad for you because it'll cool down your blood. Yeah, todo el tiempo. Yeah. Every yeah, yeah. Over, over there, the, yeah, they didn't give us ice. So it was just like, you know. Their fucking beers are hot too. Uh, actually, no. I mean, like that was like one thing that like, we, you know, we had, you know, you're, you're in Europe. You got to <laughs> drink that beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to drink that beer. And it's just, I never woke up with a hangover. Uh, I never had like a better, like, it was just a good taste. You know what I mean? Like, it was really, really good. I mean, shit, I wish we could have brought a couple of them over, you know, the border. But if we couldn't even get over, imagine bringing beers. Uh, 
<laughs> that that suck if the beer was able to pass before you. Oh yeah, we we and beer were we and beer were able to fucking pass, but we couldn't. You know what I'm saying? We had a fucking old, we had a double Dutch bus, like a double decker bus with fucking booze and all kinds of shit inside. You know, and we couldn't pass. You know what I mean? We we're just like they kept us there for you know about about an hour and a half, like a, I want to say like four in the morning. So it's like you know us, Agnostic Front, Gorilla Biscuits, we're all there together. And you just see my guitarist walk by like, later, dickheads. And he just walked by us. And we're all looking at him like, what the fuck? I mean, it was like, we we weren't the only ones who got sweated. I mean, the other guys got sweated because some of them are Cubans. You know, some of them were, you know, uh, whatever race they are. So they don't play over there, though. You know what I mean? You got to be like, yes, sir. No, sir. But as soon as, you cross, yeah, as soon as you cross the border, I mean, it's a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? Like. You know, we would come out and uh, we check the, you know, check out, check out the streets, check, you know, go sightseeing. But there was just some countries that you know never recovered from the war. So I, I was like, you know, fuck, all I fucking feel is like depression. Like there's a bunch of people that lost the lottery by one number here. They're all fucking mad, dude. You know what I mean? They're just, <laughs> they're just all pissed off. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then they go, the, the game starts, and fucking dude just lose their mind. You know what I mean? Really good crowd over there. You guys were doing countries that were pretty much former USSR countries. Uh, yeah, Czechoslovakia. We did Czechoslovakia. We did Switzerland, uh, Brussels, Belgium, England. Uh, fuck, off the top of my head. I mean, I just remember like tripping out on one thing. You know what I mean? I was just like, "Yo, how come there's no fucking cows, homie? I don't see no cows or nothing, yo." <laughs> Because over there they have a lot of, lot of vegans. You know they fed us, they fed us a lot of vegan food, which is good for you on you and your tour. But I was like, you know, where's the fucking vodka's at? Eh? Well, it's over there. It's like twenty, you know, twenty degrees, like nineteen degrees. Oh my fuckers, I gotta survive out there. Shit, that's what we need to do in LA for all the homeless foods. They eh? just like fucking freeze this motherfucker, you know? Because it's not like <laughs> it's right here. Eh? Oh shit. Uh, Hey, you guys got COVID now. I got hepatitis. All right, cool, cool, cool. No trip. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, when, you got, when you guys were getting pressed out there, do you feel like it, like a little bit had to do with your ethnicity? But like, do you think the tattoos also played in part? Because I'm pretty sure everybody nah. you guys were touring with. Had... Oh no, dude! The people that were checking them were all fucking tatted. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is? It, it's just their job where. Just like immigration right here in the United States, True. that's your job. You know, if if your if your um, if your passport and you know your work visa says I went over there to you know work, they want to know. Okay, what do you do for a living? You know, whatever it is you do, it doesn't match what it says on the paper. You know what I mean? Well, what says over here? You're doing this, so they don't know if you're bringing drugs or you know you're a fugitive. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like that's just the way it works when you fly international. There's just no way around it. And even if you're not giving a smart ass mouth, but you're just like, what do you mean? Like, they'll fucking get on you, and you're just like, you have to switch your tune real quick. Like, oh nah, you know, I'm not trying to fucking stay right here and be a squatter and fucking, you know, fucking Belgium and shit. You can't even fucking, you know, there's no cows. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> shit. I don't even, you know, I don't really eat red meat that much no more. But I was just tripping out because like. Like, you know, we ate vegan every day, which is, like, really good for you when you're, like, in that type of schedule. But every now and then, you know, I mean, they, they, they managed to slip, like, uh, some pancakes and some eggs and some sausages and some bacon. 
my boy Mike, my guitarist, he fucking went in like it was hometown buffet. You know what I mean? I was just like, Damn. yeah, he was eating like a fucking mean hambriento that never ate before. You know? What I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he was all sad. He's like, bro, they've had me on vegan shit for 15 days. This is the first meat I've seen, dude. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Like, I can't eat shit like that, man. At home, you know, I'm just here. I'm like, well, check, play. You ain't at home. So, you know what? We're going to put that cauliflower in your mouth and just eat it like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sauteed cauliflower with up. garlic and uh, a little bit of pepper and salt, you know? Well, it's not that bad. I mean, it, you know, it, it's not for everybody. If you're a meat eater, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I wouldn't say pothead either because, I mean, there's there's a lot of you know, vegan potheads. You know what I mean? There's a lot of vegan potheads. Yeah, but if yeah. you're used to eating meat every day, you know what I mean? It's going to fuck something. It's going to fuck you up. If you're used to eating a mean fucking chingo like a carne asada and I throw you a fucking carrot, you're going to be like, dude, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not gonna be weird. And I'm looking at Chris right now because that was him for like the last three weeks. Yeah. This will switch his rhetoric up instantly. He was like, I need to eat healthy. Fucking, I got gastritis like a motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, I need to eat healthy. So he he stopped eating meat and stuff. And then for like two weeks, he was good. And then third week, he was like, I I needed food and I ate. What'd you eat? Chicken. (laughs) And then what'd you eat the day after, though? Uh, That. Mini pepperoni pizza that fucking <laughs> kitty brought. Yeah, and you instantly got fucking heartburn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, apparently, I'm not supposed to eat meat. It's... It gets me sick like a motherfucker, and that pisses uh-huh. me off because I, I like my vacas. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking Not good. Me. I got. I mean, I got used to like you know. I used, to, I, I used to not eating like that. I mean, like, even now I, I eat chicken, but I, I prefer, like, to barbecue it more than... I don't like to eat it fried. You know what I mean? I don't like to eat it fried because it's like a lot of oil and shit. But like yeah, I said, you yeah. know, being on the road and eating vegan, I mean, that was just, like, it's not a bad lifestyle. I actually really liked it. You know what I mean? Like, that really, like... I'm already, like, you know, halfway vegetarian, so, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, you know, knock being a vegan, but it, it's, it's a tough lifestyle, man. I mean, it's also good, too, like, if you're, like, lactose intolerant and, like, you know, whoever in the band or other bands that are lactose intolerant, if they're eating vegan, they don't have to worry about that little bit of cheese that got slipped in with the vegetarian meal and everything. You do have to worry about those vegan farts. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Straight crack farts. You know what I mean? Those are straight fucking crack farts, man. You ever ever fucking smell the bass head that fucking fart? That's what it smells like. Like a straight fucking booyah fart, eh? God damn. A P Dog fart. That's a P Dog fart, eh? <laughs> oh, that's the most accurate description, dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You're like, fuck, who's smoking rock in this motherfucker? Oh, it's happy right there. Smoking rock in this in the Earth Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's what it smells like. Jeez. <laughs> Oh man, that oh. reminded me of my fucking cousin, dude. <laughs> Fuck that! That fool fucking rip one down, and he'd be all laughing and shit because it was all deep. And we're just like, "What the fuck, dude? That's funny as shit." Two seconds later, yummy huh? way. That's when they put too much tahini on their fucking their watermelon, eh? Or so fools that just eat the tahini just like that. Forget about it. Don't let them kick it out of your path. Tell that food about. Got that food to bounce. Fools that just eat tahini like that, 
Those are me fucking get out of here, homie. Get the fuck out of here. Go, go home. Chris. Fucking, <laughs> burn the fucking hole in my sofa. Yeah. Oh fuck, dude. My sister I, I let my sister try that pepino and lemon uh, Gatorade. And she was like, This tastes good. Why does it feel like I need tajin though? It's true. I was like, God damn it, dude. That's why we have constant fucking gastritis, dude. Fuck yeah. Straight as, up. As Mexicans, like, we try to eat healthy, fucking, there's a bunch of tajin. Or a bunch of salt. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally be eating salad and shit, and we're going to throw salt on it. Yeah, you salt. can't win. No, can't you, win. you get frutas and shit from the fucking uh, little, little uh, fruit vendors and shit. Get up on it, salt. Yeah. And then they put lemon. Yeah. And that was before they started putting... Well, I mean, they would still put the chili powder and shit. But, like, once fucking tajin came out with that extra fucking thick chili, that was game <laughs> over for us, dude. <laughs> I can help. We are not We are not a race to survive off food. Uh, well, I'm sorry, healthy food, because we will fuck it up and make it unhealthy. Yeah. I fried you know, a If there's a fucking pandemic where you guys, there's no more fucking food. You ever seen a movie Alive? When he starts eating the foods in the snow and he has to take a chunk off his ass and eat it, yeah. that shit's gonna happen. You're gonna look for the fucking biggest marrano and sopas. You're gonna fucking eat his ass. Watch, it's gonna go down, dog. It's gonna yeah. go down. It's gonna be fucking crazy, I, dude. I feel like I have to do that now. <laughs> no, that's why you just gotta plant a garden. Ah, uh, you, you're already doing hydroponics, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to stop you from fucking doing that equally for fucking just vegetation? It's going to look fucking weird. It's like pot plant, pot plant, lettuce. <laughs> Hydro lettuce, dude. That's tight. They grow big. Whoa. Fucking hell. But so uh, it, we kind of went on a tangent yeah. about food. That's on it's us. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. That's on us. But we I mean, just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll fucking leave it, dude. But I mean, it because uh, for touring and everything, that does take a part of the schedule. If every motherfucker has to take a shit because they had cheese or some shit that they weren't supposed to eat, well, you it, gotta... depends. it depends on where you go. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, we were like very fortunate to have enough shitters, let alone showers. You know what I mean? So, but if it's like fuck the beach where you have to wait in a mean line just to fucking drop deuce that's bad you know what i mean because by that time that you can't hold your shit i mean just go dig a hole in the sand and gotta go you know what hey, I mean? gotta go and, do what you gotta do fuck your ass in the ocean afterwards and fuck it what's up just take it you know what I mean? <laughs> oh fuck dude we did that by experience that's all you know what i mean <laughs> That's how it's we had, remember we had a we would wait in Coney Island until fucking everybody was off the boardwalk and uh, we would you know they have showers on the beach. So we would just look out for each other, like, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Fuck that. Three in the morning, you know, it's it's, it's really hot. It's summertime. Fuck it. You know, I'm a I'm a man, you're a man. And if you trip on what, what's going on, then something's wrong with you. Fuck, I take a shower right there, butt naked, ain't nobody going right there. Or if we had water bottles, we take a shower in water bottles. It's, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you got a tour, you got to smell. Hell no, you don't. Bring some fucking cologne and some baby wipes. You know what I mean? Like, fuck all that. Yeah. I, ain't trying to smell, I ain't trying to smell the funk. You know what I mean? Fuck that. Every time I see people on tour, they're just like, dude, I haven't showered in like 10 days. I'm like, fuck. Why? You about to fuck. You, you got there, some. You got, you got fucking or some shit. Like, boy, you got... Scabies, like all kinds of roña on your nuts. 
You know what I mean? Like, Straight up, dude. Straight, and, yeah. and it's fucking Straight crazy because that, the, what you brought up, the, the fucking baby wipes, cologne, that's fucking perfect. Like, if you're on tour, that's, that's your fucking shower sometimes. There's no reason not to fucking smell good. You know what I mean? Like straight up, straight up. Oh, dude, I'm not fucking. Lie. No reason to have fucking I'm deodorant, some talcum powder for the nuts to keep them fucking dry. If you're in swamp, personal ass hygiene is a must, man. Because we all gotta, we all gotta ride together. Hey, man, I love you guys, but I ain't trying to smell your fucking asshole. You know, through your fucking armpits and shit. Like I'm not. Like look out for me, like I'm looking out for you. I mean, uh, one of these guys that we went on tour with us, I remember, he's no longer with us. It was uh, some some dude from Seattle. He didn't shower for like 10 days, man. I remember his clothes, like his, his fucking, uh, his Levi's smell, like he took a shit in them and he fucking ironed them. You know what I mean? Uh, it was like, cagada planchada. It was, it was really bad. You know what I mean? He needed that starch, bro. No, he needed to fucking go jump in the river. You know what I mean? That food fucking smelled. Shit, jump in the river, use that rock to wash that shit off. Yeah, get a fucking elote and wipe your ass. Do something. You know what I mean? Anything that works, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been on tour, but I've showered like that. <laughs> I used an elote. Where'd you go, fool? <laughs> <laughs> Raging waters. <laughs> You're in fucking water all day, dude. Yeah. You used an elote to wipe your ass in raging waters? Fuck yeah. It was an elote that we brought. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> there you go. I remember my cousin did that in the river. Prepared. I mean, that's how I remember it. It just sucks when uh, when you go and do that shit because then they're like, hey, save the husk. We're going to use that for tamales. Uh, stop. You're being gross right now. I don't fucking make me not want tamales no more. <laughs> Good. You need to eat healthy. <laughs> that's kind of healthy, my guy. No, it's not. It's not. Fuck no, all that masa that's going oh, straight, all the masa, the lard and everything going straight to your arteries. That's like eating fucking mole. Just eat fucking like chicken and mud. That's a I hate mole. Mole's so nasty, man. I don't know motherfuckers eat that shit, dude. There's certain things I won't eat, man. You, you, you gotta throw a bunch of lemon on that shit and eat it with orange rice. Fuck that prefer video. Birria is good. Oily as a motherfucker, though. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Get the shits. I get the shits. But, but see. I earned his shitty pants. Uh, so <laughs> when you guys were uh, on tour this, uh, these, the last few months before uh, COVID hit and everything, uh, when you guys would have your off days, what would you guys go do out in uh, where we guys were? We didn't have no off days at all. Fuck, you guys were constant every day? Every day, every day. I mean, you know, since, like, you know, we were we were the last ones to be added to the tour. And it was like, they do the tour every year. It, it used to be called the uh, uh, Resistance Tour. Now it's called the Persistence Tour, East Pack Resistance Tour. And, like, back in the days, if you look back on the flyers, it's like, you know, uh, suicidal tendencies, um, you know, we're sick of it all municipal ways so forth and so on and this year you know we were we were added uh 12 days before the tour started Fuck. yeah so like everywhere we went out like around europe there was like these big ass posters you know and they didn't they didn't have our name on it because the band that dropped off i don't I, I guess they broke up whatever so they had already sent all the press kits out and all this stuff so we basically got to go out there and like you know, been 
win the crowd over just by our name or you know or being ourselves or whatever and it worked out you know what i mean like, but our, we were on schedule every day we had you know like we would wake up and we would have us right there our curfew what time is breakfast what time is lunch and uh what time is you know uh rehearsal so it would be like gorilla biscuits goes first sound check and then the agnostic front and then it would be us so we only had certain amount of hours like to, to sightsee so if we did go sightseeing it had to be like at, you know six in the morning or something because by the time we got back from seeing whatever we could we didn't really have that much time because we had to hit the stage and over there they like if the show starts at six the show starts at six it's and, not uh, it's not california rules where it says it starts at six but motherfuckers aren't sound checking until 7 30. no over there it says oh, no, this is tour stuff. It's, yeah, no. Yeah. And I mean, it's also Europe. Those was are have been in line since fucking four in the morning waiting. Right, and shit. right, right. Yeah. I mean, and they stay outside to, you know, they'll stand by the buses to, you know, get an autograph by whoever, you know? Yeah. And they're like, they, they show, they show nothing but love and respect. And we were just like, you know, amazed. You know what I mean? Like a band that we started, you know, a long time ago. Talking about the same bullshit, me and you guys, you know, we were just talking about right now fucking eating this or whatever. We ended up writing songs about the way we grew up in the hood. You know what I mean? And the way we all fucking got sick growing up or whatever. And that was those songs took us across the world, man. You know what I mean? So now we're just like, now we're just tripping out. You know what I mean? We're just we're just tripping out and enjoying the ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fucking good, dude. Damn. That's rad. Those little stories that you guys wrote all those years ago are still going, still carrying weight. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, we were taught, you know, tell the kids in, you know, Europe, like, you guys realize we used to smoke PCP, right? Like, these are songs, these songs are about angel dust, right? And, you know, they just, they, they were cool about it. Because we ain't bullshit, you know? Yeah. We're saying yeah. about, about the way we grew up, you know, fucking being hood rats, fucking doing what we do. You know, whatever, whatever it is you were doing at the time, if you were like, you know, Whatever happens, happens. It was just another day for all of us growing up. If you came from, you know, East LA, San Fernando Valley, Northeast LA, Pomona, SGB, we all have a story to tell. And sometimes people are like, oh, you guys are exaggerating. You want, you want, you gonna come and kick it for the weekend? You're more than welcome. <laughs> Straight up. Seriously. You want to come and kick it for the weekend? Shit, we'll barbecue in the front. You know what I mean? And you can stay in the front. We'll be in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there with my uncle that has no teeth. Just kick it with him. You know what I mean? Don't even trip. Oh, I know him. <laughs> yeah, I grew up with like ten of those uncles. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, <laughs> everybody can relate. You know what I mean? It was just, just funny. The songs like that and just jokes like that took us to places we never thought we'd see. Only, you know, only saw things like that in history books. You know what I mean? Like just like when people come, you know, to the states and they come and see, you know, you know downtown or whatever universe studios you know i had only heard about the berlin wall from the sex pistols you know what i mean so to actually be standing on it we were tripping the fuck out you know what i mean it was, yeah, it, was a, it was a big you know life accomplishment dude that's fucking rad just stand right there in front of fucking history you're like at one point this was the fucking ussr and then on this side was fucking western germany yeah, yeah it's crazy man you know what i mean and just like they're up to the game over there. You know, I mean, just it depends on what you want to do. I mean, like, you know, they're they they know what's up with hardcore very very much so, and they they have respect for the bands over here because, you know, bands don't get to go over there as much because, you know, they're little towns or whatever. Or 
you don't make enough to uh, get over there and get a guarantee. And the bands that do go over there, they, they show mad love to them. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, when they band, when the bands come over here, like, you know, you see the exploited or the addicts or, you know, whatever European bands are out there. They don't have to be, you know, they don't have to be punk, they don't have to be hardcore, it could be whatever, metal. But as long as they came, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, that's basically how it is. That's basically how it is. I mean, you got to show love where love is given, you know what I mean? And if you don't, you know, why the fuck you do it? Go fucking, you know, be a Nazi. Go hit on everybody, you know what I mean? (laughs) Do something productive with your life. Be a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, fuck! I don't know about that. You, get, you gotta punch a Nazi right in the fucking face. See one? Don't preach about it. Be about it. <laughs> I got my ass kicked a few times. It's my fault, though. That's a Nazi. Why are you mad? Why? Why do you hate me so much? Why don't you go hate your wife? Like that's what you want to hate. Those bitches get on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> why do you have to take it out on me, an innocent bystander? Yeah. I got nothing against you. Go take it out of your wife. She's the one that fucking emptied your bank account and fucked your neighbor. What the fuck? Don't take it out on me. You know? <laughs> That's just the way it is. <laughs> Shit, dude. It, it, so, do you feel like the climate of things over the past four years uh, has not only revived just not not only punk, but like hardcore and most of the other scenes as well? Uh, do you think it's do you think it's brought it back in a way because of, uh, I, I know you're not a political person and everything, but uh, the social climate, do you think it's brought it back in a way for people to push, not their agendas, but at least to tell their stories and to uh, pretty much tell people about the persecution of, uh, well, not persecution, but the oppression of, of forces on us and everything that, especially uh, Mexicans and poor communities, uh, us and Pomona and everything. If you like, for example, if you were to walk and, uh, walk on the street right here, literally right across the street from me on Kingsley and walk towards Chris's house, which is only about a quarter mile down. (laughs) I guarantee you if an undercover or a police officer were to drive by, they'd pull you over immediately. I'm sure because there's a lot of rock up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of activity going on up there, but I mean, like, are you talking about locally or are you talking about fucking people around the world? Oh, well, I mean, for most part, us locally, as well as uh, kind of nationally speaking, uh, United States in general, in terms nationally, of hardcore. I mean, I, yeah, nationally, I mean, I, I I would say, like, there are definitely some bands out there that are still speaking on some good, like, some good fucking, you know, subjects and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, we, you know, we like to fuck around, but we, we keep it real. But most, most of the time, I can tell you, is like, some of the bands out there today, they're just about singing about fucking tough guy. I'll kick your fucking ass. You fuck with me. But when it comes down to it, you ain't fucking with nobody. You ain't about that life. So why are you going to sing about that? Just sing about what you know. You know what I mean? Sing about what you know, because that's a lot more harder than fucking anything else. Yeah. You know, seriously, I mean, if, if you're a dude that fucking lost all his, his fucking livelihood because he couldn't get his shit together because he was all whacked out on dope, and now you're chicks with someone else, that's what you should sing about. Because at least it's real. But if you're trying to be a fucking mean Billy badass, when everybody knows you're a fucking pussy, don't don't go that route. Because people can see right through you. You know what I mean? So that's how that's how I look at it, man. That's what I see a lot of bands right now, like trying to be somebody they're not. You know what I mean? It's just like 
just be yourself, man. You know, be yourself. And if that's not good enough for you, then <laughs> that's your fucking problem, dude. <laughs> dude, straight up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the best way to explain the the climate of hardcore right now. Could have used that advice like a year ago before my band broke up. <laughs> it happens, man. It, I mean, it's like you know, everybody. It's cool, man. Everybody's trying to be somebody, and that, that's fine. But it's just like if you listen to the band that you're trying to be like, there's a reason that band's like that. They're letting you know their story. Every band has a story to tell. You know what I mean? And like. You can see when, you know, if you went to high school with this person, they weren't like that. You know what I mean? And then now they're in this crazy ass band that wants to kill everybody. It's like, easy, you fucking kamikaze. There's nothing that, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's right. Because, I mean, I, I've seen the softest kids I've ever met in my life try to form some of the hardest beat down bands. But, like, the guitar is there, the riffs are there, the, the the drums are there, but the vocals, the vocals lack content. They lack meaning. They lack depth. They lack heart. That's yeah. what they lack. They exactly. lack heart. You can have yeah. the most biggest boogie monster voice in the world and sing some really crazy lyrics, but do you really believe in those lyrics? You know what I mean? Do you stand by your lyrics? Yeah, yeah, I do. Until when? Until you get out of high school or until your chicks fucking want to check you out dancing in the pit think you're crazy anymore it's usually like that the next fad rolls in the next crap it's kind of hard to like you know be into this type of music and keep doing it after so many years you know what i mean like you know a lot of people are into different styles of hardcore when we got into it, it was, you know we were kids man it was it was hardcore punk it was punk rock you know it evolved into hardcore where you know everybody cut their hair and got tattoos and leads were replaced with breakdowns and Everybody started ripping off Sepultura and fucking death. And <laughs> what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Where punk rockers started fucking stealing fucking, you know, beats from fucking other bands that were doing it for a long time. Napalm Death, all these bands. Yeah. And today that's what it's called hardcore. But yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the bands that are still keeping it real, I mean, like, <laughs> we give respect where respect is due. You know what I mean? Like, yo, hey, yo, you do your breakdowns, whatever. And that's cool. You know what I mean? But not every song has to be a breakdown. I mean, a breakdown after a breakdown, shit, I get bored, man. You know what I mean? There's only so much you're going to want to nod your fucking head. After a while, you're just like, all right, still going? All right, they're going to slow it down? There's a slowdown? All right, there's a song. It's It, it's it becomes, it, it gets to the point where you're able to count out where they're going to start doing the breakdown. Yeah. Oh, you already know it's when it's going to come. You know what I mean? Like, back in the days when we were kids, like, you know, the faster the song was, the crazier the pit was. You know, the stage dives and everything. Now it's like the slower the song goes, the more crazier ape shit people go. Where I'm like, if I'd have known that, I would have just gave the whole fucking crowd PCP. Like, oh, you fucking <laughs> want us to go crazy and go slow and get you to fucking kill each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it looks like. Oh, fuck, dude. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, that that's honestly how I saw it evolve, too, as a kid. Uh, I mean, 03, that, I would see that as the pinnacle as well as, like, where it stopped being traditional hardcore punk and it started moving on to all the sub-genres and all the random fucking uh, uh, labels and stuff that these bands wanted to give themselves and everything. And 
some bands stayed committed and they kept the the fast pacedness of the punk hardcore shit like grindcore where it was like let's do a 13 fucking slick uh 13 second song and we're over but motherfuckers would go nuts over that shit yeah and you know know, different time different times you know but uh at the same time you know it's one of those things where you can't you know you can't deny the fact that if we didn't listen to certain bands that struggled harder than anybody that you know are out there now we wouldn't be doing this shit today you know what i mean like back in the days i mean bands those interviews you got interviewed like on the spot you know what i mean right there at a, at a backyard you know some dude came with his fucking peachy folder and he fucking told you some fucking you know he told you some questions and that was it you know what i mean oh and dude no lie the day that we saw you out in Anah- anaheim yeah anaheim. at that show at um oh my gosh what was the name backstreet brewing backstreet brewing the bar if i had my fucking zoom i would have interviewed you guys while you were moving your equipment <laughs> <laughs> and what, yeah. what's, kind of, what's kind of funny is like i i where he doesn't mind doing shit like that i'm kind of the opposite i i try to stem away from the traditional interview where it's uh more of uh okay when was your tour when's your next album coming out uh you got a video coming out soon uh and then you know it's 15 minutes and we're done and you don't really know anything personal uh, about the musician or you know in in your case uh your guys's band life and everything because we we've done solo artists and everything but we've also done uh bands and gotten to know uh uh, them personally, we had Meryl oh, yeah. on, and having the four of them here was kind of interesting. I know it's a five-piece band, but one of their uh, members was at work. Yeah, but uh, oh, dude, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for, uh, I can't speak for the whole band. You know, we're all individuals, whatever, and they'll all tell you their story different ways. Yeah. I mean, we all fight for the same way, same thing at the end of the day. But like I said, I mean, my humor, is their humor, that gets, it's all different. We all fuck around and talk a lot of shit. But they will tell you different, you know, things. But uh, however, what, how this got started, or what it meant to them, or whatever. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll have their different versions of it, you know. And it's like, I wish they all could have been here, but you know, you know, you got you got to look at this right now. You know, we went through a real fucked up time where if you can make some money at a job, you got to take it. Yeah. So, yeah. The homies had to go and fucking, you know, go get, you know, get the grind on. So. How else are you? How else are you guys gonna have new strings and shit? Uh, fuck the strings. It's more like, well, how's you gonna live? Shit, I ain't about to go jump in no tent. You know what I mean? <laughs> Under the four or five. Uh, uh, yeah. Fuck that. But, yeah, yeah it, it's fuck, dude. It, it's it's a shit show of a situation that we've we've gotten into in the United States and how our, uh, everything's been taken care of. So and, you know, it's exactly like you said. If you if, if you got a highlight, fucking work, dude. You know, put. Make them ends meet. Fucking do what you gotta do, and we're not gonna hold a grudge about it because we understand. You know, yeah. I fucking I'm I'm stressing right now what the fuck I'm gonna do with the five hundred thirty-two dollar fucking electric bill. So it's you know fucking I'll figure it out. You know I get paid in a few weeks, but still, it, it, it's it's a fucking headache in its own because it's just like it's that and then a bunch of other bullshit. But 
you know, I, I would love to hear everybody's stories. Uh, on, it's going to happen. I, I, yeah, it's going to happen. I, I love tour stories. Like, I, I, I love this. Sh- like I said, everybody went on their own adventures. You know what I mean? If I wasn't, uh, you know, hanging out with whoever, you know, Mikey and, and Liam were fucking on their way, like, doing whatever with whoever else, and then the drummer will be doing this, and then, you know, I had no idea some of the shit they were doing because we all went our separate ways because we were like, I spend, you know, every waking minute with these dudes, and let's just do what we do. It wasn't it wasn't planned that way. It was just something that we were just, we kind of, you know, had our own little clicks of who we were hanging out with or, or what we were doing. You know, if they were not eating, like, Belgium French fries, because that's, that's the thing over there in Brussels. Like, you eat French fries, and you dip them in mayonnaise and shit or whatever they do over there. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, we went to McDonald's and got a Royale with cheese. I said, oh, motherfucker, this is like Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> straight up. That's fucking tight, dude. Yeah. Uh, the, the metric system, you know? I mean, I, I don't understand it, but it was just certain things that, you know, we 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 tried. And at the end of the day, you know, we all have like talked about our different, you know, experiences. Because it was... It's like anybody. Your experience is your experience. It's not the same as, you know, your homeboy. Because you're going to do something different, something that happened different to you, or it affected you a certain way. And uh, for me, it was just like, I couldn't believe fucking where the fuck we were at. The shit we were doing. You know, it took a couple of drinks for us to like, um, yeah, I guess we're fucking going through Sweden right now or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit, and then going to sound check, and you're like, dude, we're fucking here, dude. Yeah, like, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I used to, you know, like anybody else, pay your money to go see Gorilla Biscuits, Agnostic Front, you know. And every day on that tour, we had to do sound check, all three of us together. So we got to see Agnostic Front, like, every day in concert, besides the one that they were going to do later on. So that, that was, like a, like, a really good experience, man, just, like, watching them prepare. Because I was, I mean, we paid, I paid my, I got a lot of money when I was a kid to see those dudes, you know what I mean? And I, you know, to see them like just in front of us and, and do their thing, it was just, it was really, it was really humbling, man. Like it's a really, really good experience. Well, and yeah. yeah Something I could tell you. Dude, that's fucking jokes awesome. Jokes aside, you know, jokes aside, it was a really good experience. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like for me, that sounds like, like everything going full circle. Like, as a kid, you grow up and, you know, you listen to all these bands and people show you different bands and you're like, dude, I want to check them out. And then, I mean, back in days for you, they're like the Internet itself was like you could go to the fucking library or if you had that homie that fucking their parents had the uh, fucking gateway, uh, a gateway (laughs) or some shit attached to the fucking Internet. And you got info, you know, it take you three hours just to fucking see a Web page. But, you know, Hearing it word of mouth, seeing the flyers, you know, going to your local Dude, like I, rock. I, and no lie, I kind of miss the flyer days. I was just thinking about that shit the other day too. Like, it, fucking uh, that one band, fucking Lustra, that made the Scotty doesn't know for fucking oh. uh, Euro oh. trip. Yeah, fucking uh, as a kid, you know, just fuck, just shit, being a shithead and being on MySpace all fucking day. I would go on bands and I'd fucking follow them, whatever. And uh, I saw that Lustra was doing a tour, and they're performing at Chain. 
And I told mom, like, hey, you know, if you guys want, I can do a little bit of promoting and stuff, and I'll hand out some flyers at the glass house for you guys if, if you want. And I ended up doing that shit, and they sent me, like, 250 flyers. I left, like, 150 of them at fucking Hot Topic. <laughs> and I took the other 100 at fucking glass house, and I handed them all out and shit, and they ended up sending me a, a ticket, too. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I fucking... <laughs> did a little bit of promoting and like at that point in time i was probably like 16 so at that point i realized like oh if you do a little bit of promoting you do a little bit of footwork you get you know you can benefit from it a little bit and at the time and you know for me like i i knew the band for one fucking song but the other bands that were on the fucking list i was like hell yeah i want to go check those bands out like they were on my fucking list of bands to go see but it's it's interesting because from 12 to 16, I didn't know that the stupid ass song Scotty doesn't know that would play over and over and over in that fucking movie. Uh, eventually, I would see him play live and for free. God damn. You know, for me, that was a little circle. <laughs> I mean, now it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah. a lot different. You know, back in the days, you know, when we were kids, there was no MySpace. You know what I mean? Like, there was no fucking internet you know what i mean there was no fucking internet like where if you wanted to see a video of you know mad ball or you know whoever you had to hope that somebody had a bootleg you know what i mean like they, either they taped it at the show or whatever you know i mean i still got video tapes like in my garage of like operation ivy and shit you know what i mean on vhs where it's like where I, like you know you, you couldn't go and find out like you if you never saw those bands live i mean you missed them if, you, if somebody had them on video, then, you know, you got to see them. Now you got YouTube, you know what I mean? So a lot of people are like, I don't need to go to the show. I just watch it live. It's, oh, it's, not, it's not the same. That, you know what I mean? It's not. Really like, you know, kind of killed it, you know, because people would get the impression, like, oh, that band's not that good. But it's like, if you go see a band and they made you move, then they were worth seeing, you know what I mean? But you can't judge them if you're looking at them on fucking YouTube. If you do, then, well, it's just a new generation, man. There's nothing you can do about it. That's just the way it is now. You know what I mean? I Hopefully with this whole COVID shit, it wakes up to, you know, everyone like, you know what? We kind of took life for granted and now we should just fucking go ape shit every time there's a show. Whether or not this band was good or not, let's have a good time and fucking enjoy life. But if they go, you know, if they don't, well, you can't fucking change everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you can only fucking hope that it would fucking like reignite something, you know? Yeah. That's the only thing you, can, you know, I could say. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I can already tell you right now, the first fucking show that cracks off, everyone that was in quarantine, that got a little bit fat, dude, shit, we're gonna... That's scary, dude. We're gonna be they got fatter. fucking shit up. No, you got, know what's really scary? The hot chicks that you used to see, and now you go see them now after quarantine, like, shit. Tan gorditas, but fucking low tortitas can still get it. Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, dude, like it, fucking uh, hardcore chicks when I was growing up, dude, they would fucking pit. Like they would like all the straight edge girls and everything. They they would be right there with their fucking mans throwing hands in the fucking pit. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like that's fucking scary. That's kind of hot, though. But it's fucking scary, too, because, you know, the fuck that that's just a recipe for domestic violence. Not from me, <laughs> but from them. Shit, I say something wrong, that bitch is gonna fucking jump up and swing at my face. Cops on you. <laughs> yeah, and then be like, he fucking started it. I call the cops on you. 
uh, those little feisty five foot two fucking hardcore chicks. <laughs> I need to stop, dude. Fuck, dude. Work for girls, eh? <sighs> yeah, we worked for us girls, man. Yeah, we worked for us horrible. I remember it was it was pretty good, like in '92. After that, it just went really gay. You know what I mean? And I don't feel bad saying that because that whole screamo core shit can go eat a dick. That was like oh, the worst shit. shit I've ever heard in my entire life. All the stuff you I know? was into. <laughs> Any of that fucking, I hate that bullshit so much, man. That was so fucking gay. Tight pants, breakdowns. And your hair straightened like a motherfucker to the point where it's a little burnt. There's a lot of people like, oh man, those were back in the days. I'm like, you shouldn't be proud of that, man. Yeah, no, I'm fucking. I'm still ashamed of that shit. I was just like, what the fuck was I thinking, dude? I was like, what the fuck? Why would I chop my hair like that? Shit, man. I've always felt that way about that shit. Yeah, because I went from having fucking full blown metal hair head, uh, fucking metal head hair and shit, fucking all long and just could headbang like a motherfucker. And then one day, some bitch was like, "You should chop it." And I was like, "You're right. You're hot." <laughs> oh, that's all it took, right? did, did you at least get some? Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Shit, I would have been dumb enough to fucking get that goddamn haircut fucked up. Her bathroom, her parents yell at her and everything. Why don't you cut your fucking hair, bitch? You should have told her to cut your. You look good as a skinhead. Shave all your fucking head and just tell everybody she had piojos. They fuck her ass, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. dude. Whenever, whenever I saw the the, uh, the skinhead chicks with the fucking just the little bangs right here and then the fucking... Chelsea? Uh, yeah, dude, and I saw that and I was like, for sure I'm scared, but dude, you're kind of hot. Oh, yeah, they're, they're beautiful, man. Yeah, dude, I fucking... That, that was like the fucking in-between phase of hardcore over here where we still had punk bands playing with hardcore bands. And then one day, fucking, just because of the amount of fights that would happen, we decided, you know what? Punk bands are going to play at bars. Hardcore bands, you fools can fuck off to fucking backyard shows. And that's how it stayed. And then I turned 21, I started going to bars and shit. <laughs> and I fucking started watching old punk bands and shit. I'm just like, dude, this is, this is chill. No wonder we're... I was wondering what happened to all the fucking punker chicks from Pomona. They went to bars. Yeah, they went to bars. <laughs> they all snuck in. Went to bars and they got jobs. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what happens. I mean, you never, some people never grow out of the, you know, the culture, man. It's just, you got to pay bills. You know, I mean, if you used to see that person with a, a mohawk or blue hair or whatever, that was dope, you know, but now they got, you know, you got to pay bills, you got to pay rent, you got to buy, you know, whatever you have a car, especially if you live in your own spot. It's tough, man. You can't, you know, there are some places I've seen where these foods have green hair and tattoos everywhere, but. I mean, it's usually like Home Depot or something. You know what I mean? If you want to get yeah. like, if you want to get like a real gig and shit, you, you can't be looking all fucking wild. You know what I mean? It's just it's always gonna be that way. Suit and tie guy, he could be all tatted down from you know his chest and his arms, but if it's visible, they'll be like, nah. You know, they're not gonna trust you. I mean, I I had to learn that shit like a long time ago where I was like, you know what? I mean, it doesn't matter what job I apply for, they're always gonna see just like when I had my first neck tattoo. After a while, you're just like, yo, I'm already fucked, eh? You know what I mean? Like, this is what I do. This is a this is a choice I made, you know what I mean? And this is the way I got to live with it. So, you know, it's, it's not it's not for everyone. But the ones that it is for, we lifers, dog. You know what I mean? You yeah. you know that that's the type of music you want to do for the rest of your life. The 
don't get it twisted. I like to listen to everything else. You know, I, I can't, you know, listen to hardcore 20. You can't listen to hardcore when you're fucking. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. You got to put some shit Straight on. Straight you can't, put, can't put DRI on and like, oh, you're going to fucking bust another like in a second. You know what I mean? You got to put some shit on the fucking, you know, grind that ass and do what you got to do. Sunday, you want to chill, barbecue, put on some music. That's cool. You know, when it's time to put on some core, put on some core, some metal, whatever. But, I mean, it, you got to listen to a lot of different shit, but there's some shit that I just won't. <laughs> Scream will be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which was literally fucking Warp Tour from 2002 until 2000 and, well, until it fucking ended, yeah. 2018. Fuck yeah, yeah. Dude. that's all it was, dude. And like that, yeah, that weird fucking part two where they tried adding hip hop, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck Kevin Lyman's thinking, but this will can uh, eat the fattest dick. I'm like, this isn't Warp Tour, and it's like as much as I like that music, I like I grew up knowing what the fuck Warp Tour was, and it was fucking skate punk, punk, and fucking hardcore, like well, hardcore punk in essence, fucking just fast paced, yeah, yeah. jump, fucking. She had, I never like uh, was. Pop punk. I was like, what the fuck is pop punk? Oh, it's like this or that. Yo, man, it's too many, too many fucking, you know, labels. Why can't you just go play your shit? And that's what that's what it is. You know what I mean? Wherever you fit in is how whatever they judge that you should sound like. You know, when we first started, we we just we just try to fucking make, you know, noise that we grew up listening to. We never we had never gotten compared because we never took ourselves like fucking like, oh, people are going to like it. We, we took ourselves serious, but we didn't think people would like it. We figured people were like, you just are a goddamn joke. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that people still maybe think that, but, you know, to all of them, all we think we could say is um, go fuck your mom. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I can say. Go fuck your mom, man. And if you don't, I will. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me your number. <laughs> Oh, fuck whatever. Let me get the address. I'll come knock. Doña, como estas? Enter my way. Bitches with no teeth have good head. You know what I mean? So it's all good. Traje un cafecito con un pan. Oh, shit. Shit. That's an invitation inside, dude. That's what, <laughs> that's what Mexican chicks wore to fucking proms. Their corsage was just a concha. <laughs> shit, uh, I, I would have married that bitch on the spot, dude. Oh, my tías would always be like, no, mijo, te tienes que, que encontrar una del pueblo. I'm like, why? Porque los de aquí no saben nada. That's like, like a Heiner that's walking the dog, looking at her phone, and then your sister comes out walking a chivo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Two different breeds of Mexican. I mean, fuck for us. I mean, dude, I grew up raising fucking cattle, fucking pigs, chickens. We have the whole yeah, little room of shit. You've been walking a chivo down the street. That's why I said it right now. <laughs> no, wait, oh, in East LA? Yeah, the lady walks her. That's her pet. It's not something she's. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's going to eat that motherfucker sometime, but. <laughs> she's going to be that's... really sad, but that video is going to be fire. Oh, yeah, shit. I mean, that, that fool walks every day. And I see him, I said, damn, what if I go, that's a fucking chivo. Oh, shit. <laughs> dude, yeah. fucking, that's wild, dude. You know, you're in the ghetto and you see a fucking, like, you wake up, go get the mail, so what the fuck? And there's a rooster that just runs by your car. <laughs> you ever see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back when I Perfect. lived in LA, we were the people with the roosters. <laughs> yeah. So were we. Rabbits and all kinds of shit. 
We couldn't figure out what the fuck to have as a pet. So that was your pet? That's what I was told. That was was the bodyguard for the other chickens. Yeah, the ones we ate. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. Fucking hell. Always bring it back to food. Hell yeah. Yeah, always. Always. Well, shit, that's the best part of life is music and food, man. Yeah. Why not? Without food, you ain't living. Without music, you ain't living. The fuck's life without music? I mean, it, it, and you know, it's like you said earlier. You can't fucking listen to hardcore twenty four seven. Eventually, you got to switch it up a little bit. Oh, I I've switched hard, dude. Like uh, two months ago, for like a month straight, I was listening to nothing but deathcore. And one day, I'm like, I- I'm gonna put on some slow jazz or some shit. And then I felt better. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's how I felt. I was listening to fuck, uh, like nonstop for like the last few months. I've been listening most of most of uh, Stick to Your Guns discography, and eventually I was just like, all right, I'm tired of being angry. Fucking Helen Jane Long on fucking Pandora. And I was like, just play me piano music, bitch, please. I, I need to relax. Uh, yeah, the reason I got all fucking. Uh, like out of the deathcore stuff was because it literally started to blend with the fucking lawnmower. So it all just sounded the same. I would hear a lawnmower from far away. I'm like, is someone playing Slaughter to Prevail? What was going on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't really, I can't really listen to that shit. If I listen to music now, it's usually like, on my headphones, you know what I mean? It's not like, depends if, you know, if I'm not having a barbecue, we'll bump a little bit, but my kid don't let me hear shit because he's too busy playing Call of Duty, so he hogs up all my fucking system, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, buy my, I buy my record, and, uh, you know, that's one thing I continue to do. I mean, that's the worst addiction I've ever had in my entire fucking life. Dude. Just, like, buying CDs, buying records, buying tapes ever since I was a kid where I'm like, fuck, dude. It, it doesn't stop. Every time I, you know, want to fucking, I'm not going to buy, you know, vinyl no more. This fucking band ended up releasing, you know, a record that I wanted when I was younger. So I ended up fucking giving all my money to the, you know, the record store. Shit, back in the days, just giving my money to someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just like, you know, I give it, same thing. I was, you know, I buy vinyl like all the time, like at least, at least five, six times a week, man. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck. Depending, I, like, I'm what? trying to get into vinyl. Uh, we have a couple stacks, uh, but they're my wife's stuff. She's into um, like 1920s music, like the Andrew sister and all that. Mm-hmm. And I literally fucking ha- I have a, a vinyl player from I think it's 1960 something. So for sure it's going to scratch your shit. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, they're already all scratched. No, you just got you gotta adjust the shit and it would be fine. But dude, that that's fucking crazy. Five to six albums a fucking week. That that's no, that's five to six sales. That doesn't include how many records I'm buying at one time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's just five or six different visits. No, I mean depends on, you know, where I wanna go. I mean, there's a couple of vinyl stores out here. There's like there's one uh one in Orange County is probably the best for whatever it is 
we listen to, whether it be deathcore, fucking, you know, hardcore, grindcore, you know, the hardest of the hardest, that's, that there's a store out there in uh, uh, Orange County called uh, Radiation Records. It's really, really good. Anything else you can get online, but then you got to pay, you know, the shipping and, you know, receiving and shit, which is sometimes not that bad, but if you want that record bad enough, you're going to buy it, you know what I mean? So, it's just the way it is, dude. That, that's literally what I did with System of Downs albums. I kind of fucked up. I, I went the digital route as soon as it was available because it was the easiest way for me to get music as a kid. I mean, fucking me going out was a no-go sometimes, but other times like I had fucking infinite freedom. So like by the time I turned 16, uh, that's when I started buying physical media. And like I started buying CDs, every show I'd go to, I'd buy a fucking CD. Yeah. And you know, if it came with a T-shirt, I got a fucking T-shirt, and you know, life was good. But after I stopped going to shows, and you know, life started, and I had to get a fucking <laughs> real job, and my dad's like, "You gotta get the fuck out of the house." And you know, I, I stopped going to shows, and I stopped picking up fucking physical media, and I went back to the digital shit and I started fucking paying the digital fees. Here's your $10. Here's your, you know, your $15 depending on what it was and shit. But fuck dude, it, it's crazy how life is with music and how you can get it. Cause yeah. like, dude, I remember uh, there's a few times where I've gotten music early before it was supposed to drop because of how I would, yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna fully admit it. Sometimes I wouldn't pay for shit because I wanted to get it early. If it wasn't good, I, didn't I can want tell it. you right now, I didn't pay for System of Down steal this album. Yeah, they literally told you steal this yeah, fucking album, and I did it. <laughs> I would too. Fucking get you. you Target get that, was so mad. You get that? Oh my god! You <laughs> stole it. Stole it. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't just steal one. I took the whole fucking rack of steal this album. Dee, 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 dee. It's not me, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, dude, fucking, it's yeah, that's the crazy ass journey we've had with uh, with music from your start, where you could buy fucking tapes, and uh, you would swap tapes with somebody, or you burn tape, and then eventually, when CD uh, CD burners got cheaper and shit in the mid 2000s and everyone would copy a fucking CD and people yeah. figured out the MP3 CD function and you put like four full fucking albums on a CD. Yeah. Fucking Mexico, dude. That shit. Hey, Gordo, ¿qué estás haciendo? Ah, así no se... No. Ah, pinche Gordo. Me usaste un puto CD para nomás una... Pinche Gordo. Quítate la chingada. ¿Cuántos quieres, güey? Four? ¿Los four? Okay, aquí, aquí están, güey. Todo de panda, güey. <laughs> Not even the music you wanted. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, there was a band that I really liked in Mexico. It was called Panda. Uh, they're uh, a fucking uh, skate punk band from fucking Mexico. Uh, more specifically, Nuevo León. So they're they're what we call more well-off Mexican. Uh, they got suburbs. <laughs> Dude, if they if I fucking saw the music video, they had fucking goddamn grass. I was like, oh, for sure, they're not from where we're at. <laughs> I'm like, well, I fucking never see grass over here. The fuck? See, I see, I got the. That's for sure for the fucking for the animals. Yeah. And you're watching your Theo fucking why walk you, back up with the the costal. Why do you think that lady that walks to Chivo walks to Chivo? She ran out of yard. 
<laughs> she's not even walking the chivo to shit. She's walking the chivo to feed it. How often does she pass by? <laughs> Every time I go fucking jogging, I see her ass right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Time I go, I said, "Fuck, hey, that food is, that's gonna be fucking Thanksgiving. They're gonna plump that fool up and they're gonna whack his ass." Watch. <laughs> they're gonna have an open fire pit in the backyard. Watch. That's somebody's quinceanera right there, straight up. Fuck. I gotta that's find out where. Right I gotta that's find out where right this there. is. Oh, dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely what it is. <laughs> dude, that would be All a killer. Because I'm pretty sure she's feeding it fucking naturally, walking around, making sure she the, the fucking borrego eats whatever it could. The, 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 the people go out, ask what it was fed. She's like, ah, grass, naranjas, fucking, she, it ate a can. <laughs> Someone left recycling outside. Are <laughs> you fucking tired of Cholo's beanie that was left on the floor or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? fucking hoop earring. Exactly. I just like every time I, I walk by, first, I said, first time I said, What the fuck? There's a fucking chivo in the corner. Yeah, straight up. She's just right there, like with her, her little chivo. Yeah? I'm telling you, that's going to be someone's baptism here or a fucking quinceanera. Straight up. What, and if they uh, say, huh? She's a mobile fucking uh, petting zoo. With one fucking animal <laughs> for COVID? Yeah. <laughs> you got to pet it from six feet away. No, my money's on the Bautismo. Yeah. Uh, uh, when he brought it up, I was like, for sure, that's the Bautismo. That shit's going to be fucking mid-November, late December watch. Jeez. That, that baby is an Easter baby. A.K.A. that baby was conceived after a, a drunken event at an Easter, uh, an Easter party of sorts. There Oops. was no Easter. <laughs> so you know, if your friend is a Sagittarius or a Capricorn, chances are they were uh, conceived during Easter. Fucking sinners. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. I can see my son in the corner of my eye. Like, are you done yet? I'm trying to fucking play my game. <laughs> you know, looking at me right here, like, I just do a little fucking, a little fucking bubble right now, tripping right now. I'm like, yo. He's like, bro, can, can I, my boys are on, you know? Please. <laughs> he's only five years old. He's only five years old. But that fool wants to fucking, yeah, he wants to get at it. He's like, I want to play the shooting game. And I can just see me looking, he's at the corner of my eye going this. <laughs> he knows not to talk. <laughs> I can do my good. Shit, we'll go ahead and uh, let him play his game, then, brother. It was it was a pleasure talking to you tonight. Thank you, guys. It was cool hanging out with y'all, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you for hanging out with uh, us. You have this anything to plug, real quick? Just uh, if anybody's you know around August twenty eighth Friday, we're gonna see how it goes, and we're gonna play um, Orange County with uh, Beowulf and Psychotic Youth and a couple other of our friends. So, <sighs> my God, I mean you're gonna get COVID one way or another, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you might want to come out and kick it. 
I mean, shit, you would still come out, motherfucker, if you got herpes from some bomb ass Hannah, right? So you might as well fuck <laughs> Oh, shit, we'll definitely be there, brother. We'll like, definitely yeah. be there. First fucking show of the summer, even though it's the end of summer, I don't give a fuck. All right, I'll right. be there. All right, so man. We got, we got the record coming out, so we're just going to play some songs off it and have a good time and just hang out with everybody. You know what I mean? Have a beer, chill out. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. I'll we'll be down. there. We'll be there. Tell that lady with the chivo to come by. Right? <laughs> just ask you, be like, hey, dude, when well, you know, when's about these bowl? We'll treat you to a show. If there's food, we'll buy you something. That way, you know, we can eat some of that goat. Uh, no, man. Let's hope that that's what she has the goat for. If it's for something else, like, God damn, man. I don't know what to say. Eh? Oh, that's her. Be like, that's... hey, fool. Tu jefa anda cogiendo el pinche chivo, eh? You know what I mean? Like, straight up. <laughs> That's just yeah. his nickname. Hopefully, hopefully that's <laughs> that's an emotional support chivo or something, dude. <laughs> well, my man left me. I got this motherfucker now, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Ahorita, <laughs> cabrón. <laughs> oh, fuck, brother. Hell yeah. Really All right, man. Uh, thank you again for fucking thank doing you, this. Thank you, man. Fuck. All right, man. Uh, we'll we'll keep in contact for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I mean, hopefully we can do it again with fucking everybody. You get to hear what those fucking paisas got to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> that should be good. Hopefully by then I have my mixer fixed and I can get you guys in person. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, much love. Thank you guys for having us, man. You know oh, I mean? no problem, man. Thank you guys for having hey. us, man. All right, man. Bye, bye. Good one. Thank you, brother. Have a good weekend. All right, boy. Then take a run.